Blessings, blessings, everyone. I greet you in the mighty name of Jesus. Get ready for another episode of Fresh Manna Alive as you break bread with the Archbishop. God bless you. Welcome back to this episode of Fresh Man Alive. And as we break bread today, this resurrection weekend, we simply just have to remember Jesus Christ and all he did and all the sacrifices he made for us. We simply have to look to him because we know he's the author and the finisher of our faith. We simply look to him because we know that there is no other name given under heaven by which men must be saved. We know Isaiah said that he was despised and rejected, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. You know, Jesus came down through 42 generations just to die. Yes, that's right. He came down through 42 generations just to die. Jesus made many a miracle. We, we read in the, in the word of God where he, he healed the sick. He gave sight to the, the blind. He healed lepers of leprosy. Uh, we, he, we remember Jesus is the one that raised Lazarus from the dead. He raised the uh, daughter of Jairus from the dead. Uh, even he was so powerful that even by a woman touching the hem of his garment in faith, she was made whole. Jesus came to die, though. Jesus, the same man that when he seen four friends lowering down their friend through a roof, that he saw their faith and he, uh, he blessed those men. The same Jesus, he came to die. Many of us look at the Last Supper and we just think of how Lazarus was about to betray Jesus. And we just think about how he took bread and how he, after he had supped, he took the cup and how he was talking about that it represented the, his body and it represented his blood. And as often as we did it, we show forth his deaths and resurrection. We do it in remembrance of him. But one thing that we don't look at is that this is Jesus at the beginning of the end of his earthly mission. One thing that we don't look at is the fact that Jesus did not stop his mission, even when his flesh cried out. For you see, he came to die. The Bible tells us in the Old Testament that in order for there to be remission, there had to be blood shed. Even in the book of Hebrews, it tells us that without the shedding of the blood, there can be no remission. And when we read the Old Testament, we understand that was many human sacrifices, not, excuse me, not human sacrifices, animal sacrifices for human sins. Yes, and it was a very bloody, bloody enterprise, if you will. But those sacrifices weren't lasting. So God formed himself a body and came down and he used that body as the ultimate sacrifice. You know, it's kind of interesting in the 12th chapter of the book of Romans, Paul 
tells us to present our body as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Jesus did that. He presented himself as a living sacrifice. Jesus knew no sin, yet he became sin for our sake. Jesus endured the cross. He endured, the, the Bible says, despising the shame. The, cha- he, the Bible says in Isaiah, the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we're healed. Jesus knew no sin, but he became sin on our behalf. It tormented him while he was on the cross, so much so that when God turned his back on him, he said, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which is to say, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Tormented, yet still consistent. Tormented, tortured, yet still consistent. What do I mean by that? He had a mission and he stuck to it. When he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, tormented, and the the, the cares of of his burden were upon his shoulders and he cried out to the Lord when he got um, by himself and the father if if, if there's any way and I'm paraphrasing can you take this cup away from me but then he came to himself and realized the severity and the extent of his mission and he said not nevertheless not my will but your will be done Jesus was consistent He never wavered in his purpose. He never wavered in his love for us. Even when he was being brutalized and tortured at the hands of the Roman soldiers, he never wavered. He never equivalated. He stayed the course. And that consistency allows us to have the right to the tree of life. So this weekend, we commemorate, again, the greatest victory. We look back to the cross and we marvel at the crucifixion and we see Jesus hanging up there on Calvary. And we understand that it wasn't the nails that kept him on the cross because at any time he could have called legions of angels to come to his aid. But he chose the nails. He chose the cross because he knew that we needed him to be our sacrifice. Just lying up there. A man beaten beyond recognition. They even taunted him by putting gall on a sponge. And when he thirsted, they they gave him gall. And it was just a disgusting act for them to do. But they tormented him anyhow. In God, our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. He stated, forgive them. For they know not what they do. He was consistent in his purpose. He was consistent in his love. He's yet consistent to this day. As we go forth in this resurrection weekend, it's always important for us to mark when Jesus got the ultimate victory over Satan, when he got the ultimate victory over hell, the ultimate victory over death. But I submit to you my brother I submit to you my sister that it's even better when Jesus has resurrected your life when he came alive in your life 
when he saves you, when he fills you with his spirit. It's always important to commemorate that day as well. And as we go forth in this weekend also, I think about some of the songs that I've heard over the years. And we think about, look what he bought me from, is one of the songs. He bought me out of darkness, now I'm walking in the light. Look where he bought me from. Look where he bought you from. Where would we be without the Lord? Where would we be without the sacrifice? You know, it's great to have relationships amongst people, but it's best to have a relationship with God. It's best to trust in the Lord. In the 118th Psalm, the psalmist even told us, it's better to put our trust in the Lord than to put our trust in men. Even in princes, God is consistent. I think of another song, and some of the lyrics says, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well in my soul. Why then is it well? It's well because Jesus died up on Calvary. He paid the ultimate price for my salvation and your salvation. That's why it's well. And you know what? Salvation is still available to you and me. What Jesus did, he didn't do it in the back room. He did it in the open because he so loved us. He so loved us that he died in our place. So when anybody wants you to think you're junk, understand and know that you're not junk. You're not a mistake. You're not a happenstance. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. And Jesus loved you so much, he chose to die for you. As we break bread today, think of the, what the bread represents on the communion table. It represents the body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The body that was broken for us. As we break bread today, remember Jesus and all he done for us back on Calvary. Remember. Thank you for joining me on Fresh Man Our Life. This is Archbishop William S. Donald III. I am so glad that you decided to listen to my podcast. Please, if you ever have any information or any feedback that you would like to give me, please do not hesitate by sending me an email at archbishopwsd at gmail.com. That's archbishopwsd at gmail.com. If you need prayer or if you want to know more about the Lord so that you can have a great relationship with him, I'll walk you through the plan of salvation. I'll give you the scriptures. I'll pray with you and I'll pray for you and God will get the glory.
Well, until next time, please tune in again to Fresh Manor Alive and let us break bread again together. God bless.